Welcome to the For the Record podcast. I am your host, Wendy the Librarian, and this is episode two. This episode's book inspiration is Clara and the Sun, written by Kazuo Ishiguro. In this episode, I will be discussing the summary of the book, the context, and then putting together a musical playlist for you. With that said, let's get on with the podcast. So here is a brief summary of the book taken from its jacket. From her place in the store, Clara, an artificial friend with outstanding observational qualities, watches carefully the behavior of those who come in to browse and of those who pass in the street outside. She remains hopeful a customer will soon choose her, but when the possibility emerges that her circumstances may change forever, Clara is warned not to invest too much in the promises of humans. In Clara and the Sun, Kazuo Ishiguro looks at our rapidly changing modern world through the eyes of an unforgettable narrator to explore a fundamental question. What does it mean to love? So the book Clara and the Sun was released in March of 2021. Now, what I really enjoyed about the book was that there was such an innocence to it. There was an innocence to Clara, the artificial friend, to Josie and Rick and to their relationship. It was a change of pace, I got to tell you, from all the heavy books that I tend to gravitate towards. And I love how the sun played such an important role. The sun was actually, I felt, a character unto itself and it brings such a brightness, I felt, to the book. Clara needs the sun because she is solar-powered. Now, artificial intelligence, or AI, refers to the simulation of human intelligence in machines that are programmed to think like humans and to mimic their actions. And this is exactly what Clara is. This is what Kazuo, or Ish, as his friends call him, had in terms of dreaming of Clara. The term AI may also be applied to any machine that exhibits traits associated with a human mind, such as learning and problem solving. When I go into the playlist and I start discussing some of the songs, there is a song called Jed the Humanoid that was done by this band called Granddaddy. And it's about this AI who has learned human emotions and problem solving. It's quite a funny song and you'll hear it in just a few moments. And this is what Clara is. She's an AI. She was created to be the AI or artificial friend, as she is referred to in the book, to be the companion to a child. In the book, we learn that each AF or artificial friend has unique traits and Clara's is to be sensitive and to have an astute and observational understanding of human emotion. Artificial intelligence as a discipline dates back to 1956, when a small group of scientists gathered for the Dartmouth Summer Research Project on Artificial Intelligence, which, coincidentally, was the birth of this field of research. According to Melanie Mitchell in her book, Artificial Intelligence, A Guide for Thinking Humans, she says that the proposal submitted by the scientists was based on the conjecture that every aspect of learning or any other feature of intelligence can be in principle so precisely described that a machine can be made to simulate it. Now, AI has reached a level where one could actually see this happening. For example, two days, and I kid you not, 
Two days after finishing Clara, I read of a robo dog prowling the streets of Brooklyn and Manhattan. Now look it up. It is quite an interesting technological breakthrough. The RoboDog is a 70-pound robotic dog with built-in cameras and lights and is a complex example of AI. This AI is being used by the NYPD. It's created quite the controversy for many reasons. Chief among them is its use of surveillance. And this made me think of the scene where Helen, Rick's mom, tells Josie's dad that he had fascist tendencies. Now I wonder, was Ish commenting on the ways AI could be used? Is this an ethical issue? The use of AI starting out as beneficial but end up being too controlling, too big brother, if you will? The Civil Liberties Union has said the robo-dogs could eventually become autonomous and make their own decisions that could reinforce police bias. Now again, this leads me back to Clara and the Sun. She's programmed to be the companion to children, especially to her designated child, Josie. But my goodness, if you think about this recent development of the robo-dog and where we could be heading, it makes you wonder whether in this world that Ish has created, could Clara potentially have her own thoughts? Is, could this be possible in our world too? Eh, it's something to ponder. Ishiguro also has these subtle commentaries on class structures, AI, climate change, and it is done with such understated language that it's not till after I was done with the book and started discussing it with a colleague that the messages came to form a better understanding of the novel as a whole. The fact that this book deals somewhat with isolation, that children don't learn in classrooms but remotely, reverberates to what the world has been going through with the pandemic for basically over a year at this point. The coincidence is not lost on Ish, who in an interview with Terry Gross on Fresh Air said that the timing of the book was all a coincidence, but in my opinion, it couldn't have been better. Another one of the topics that Ish deals with is gene editing. And again, he does this so subtly, which is what's so brilliant about his writing, that in the book, children of the rich are what's called lifted. And you are meant to figure out that lifted means they are genetically modified, allowing them to excel in school. Now, gene editing is already taking place and is currently being used to study editing of the DNA sequence of people who harbor diseases such as sickle cell. Now, this is being done by a company called CRISPR Gene Editing. The founder of this groundbreaking work are Jennifer Dudna and Emmanuel Charpentier, excuse me if I botched their names, both of which who share the 2020 Nobel Prize for Chemistry. Now, it seems like Ish he deals with gene editing as the potential future in this world in the book Clara. The playlist kicks off with a song by the Beatles, and the song is I'll Follow the Sun. They actually have quite a few songs with the word sun in it, but I felt that I didn't want to be too literal. And this song, when I actually heard it, I felt was perfect for the book. It is a song sung by Paul McCartney and written by Lennon and McCartney. It appears in the 1964 album Beatles for Sale, which is the fourth studio album by the band. The lyrics 
are. And now the time has come, and so, my love, I must go. And though I lose a friend, in the end you will know, oh, 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 one day you'll find that I have gone, but tomorrow may rain, so I'll follow the sun. Now, again, I, as I said before, this book, the sun is such a character. It is so omnipresent throughout the book that I felt that this song was just so fitting for the love of the sun that Clara has. And and the song is also about, uh, you know, a relationship that has kind of gone awry and the person is going to leave, which uh, I won't say too much about the book, but it, it's a very fitting song. And so now here is I'll Follow the Sun by The Beatles. See, I've gone For tomorrow may rain So I'll follow the sun Someday you'll know I was the one But tomorrow may rain So I'll follow the sun And now the time has come so when I was thinking about a theme song for the book, I kept vacillating between two songs. First one is the Beatles, I'll Follow the Sun. And the second one is Genesis, Follow You, Follow Me. And I landed on this song, on Genesis' song. I feel it's perfect as a theme song. Well, first of all, the title, Follow You, Follow Me, and it's about Clara following her cho- her child, Josie, but also Rick following Josie, the mom following Josie, Rick's mom following him. So there's a theme about following here, Clara following the son. The chorus in the song repeats about four times, and it's a very simple song. The lyrics are, I will follow you, will you follow me, all the days and nights that we know will be. I will stay with you, will you stay with me, just one single tear in each passing year. Originally, this was a love song, and it was released in 1978. Now, Genesis is known as a prog rock band, and this song was a departure from their prog rock roots. The song and its lyrics are not complicated and are pretty straightforward as compared to their previous, more concept and instrument-driven epic songs. A lot of fans were not happy with what they felt was a sappy song, but Genesis wanted to get more ladies added to their fan base, and they eventually did it. And I'm sure that the fan base that was complaining ended up being okay with seeing more ladies at the concerts. And now let's take a quick listen to Genesis Follow You, Follow Me. Next song is by an Icelandic band, 
named Sigaros. I have been listening to this band for a very long time, and they are one of my favorite bands. I can honestly say that I can put any one of their songs on my playlists. The song is Svefin G. Englar. I am not fluent or know any Icelandic, so I apologize for the way that I pronounce this song, but you will be able to find the correct spelling on the playlist. Now, as I said, Sigurós is an Icelandic band, and they were originally formed in 1994. Their songs are beautifully ethereal, and the singer's falsetto voice is evocative of a calm minimalism. Less is definitely more with them. The band's name means Victory Rose and is named after the lead singer's sister, who was born a few days before the band formed. There's a section in the book where Clara is on Rick's back and they are going through a field because she has a mission to accomplish and Rick is helping her. And the song reminds me of that moment. I imagine the song playing in the background while Clara is on Rick's back. The sun is going down and he is guiding Clara as she is prying the field grass with her hands. And so here is the song by Sigurós. I will not torment you by trying to pronounce the song title again. by Kraftwerk is a perfect example of machine use to make great music. Kraftwerk is a band that is a pioneer in electronic music, and they are synonymous with the early sounds of electronic music. Formed in 1970 in Germany, they have gone on to influence countless artists with their ingenious use of post-production ways to distort the sound of their instruments. Kraftwerk saw well into the future with their music and its compositions that I feel their music is fitting here. I'd like to point out also that Kraftwerk is a 2021 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee. Computer Love was released in 1981. Let's take a listen. Radiohead is a band that hails from England and formed in 1985. They are known for their layered and futuristic songs. They have sold over 30 million albums worldwide, and their experimental approach is credited with advancing the sound of alternative rock. You Are All I Need is a song I'd like to discuss for a bit. It was released on an album called In Rainbows in 2007. 
All I need is a somber song with lyrics detailing obsession and love. Let's take a listen. song is Jed the Humanoid by the band Granddaddy. Granddaddy is an indie rock band from California, and the song was released in 2000 on their fairly whimsical album, The Software Slump. The song is about an AI that was created to perform human actions and to think freely. When the AI is ignored and basically forgotten about, he drinks himself to death. And so this song is a eulogy to Jed. It's a fun song and one that evokes thoughts and memories of Clara for me. Even though she doesn't drink herself to death, there are some minor similarities between Jed the Humanoid and Clara the Artificial Friend. Here is Jed the Humanoid by Granddaddy. Finally, the last song I'd like to discuss is by jazz singer Stacy Kent. The song is, I wish I could go traveling again, and guess who helped her write it? If you guessed Kazuo, you are correct. Before his life as a writer, he actually dreamt of being a singer-songwriter, but alas, his passions led him to a fabulous writing career. According to Stacy Kent, it was pure serendipity to have worked with Ishiguro, or Ish, as she refers to him. She found out that he was a fan of her music, and she reached out to him wondering if he would write her a song. Stacy's writing partner, Jim Tomlinson, says that Ish writes lyrics with a visual style and that he paints pictures with words. How fitting. This is so well said, based on Ish's other writings, he basically creates these dystopian worlds where the characters, even though they could be clones or AIs, you still feel for them and can visualize their world. Without further ado, let's take a quick listen to I Wish I Could Go Traveling Again by Stacy Kent. I want to sit in my shade, sipping my latte beneath the awning of a famous cafe. Jet lagged and with our luggage gone astray I wish I could go traveling again I wanna wait out to give us 
a reprimand in a language neither of us understand while we argue about the customs of the land. If you take a listen to the playlist, um, of which you can find the link in the description in the podcast section, you will be able to listen to the playlist on Spotify. You will be able to hear the songs that I mentioned in this podcast, as well as other songs in their entirety. The songs include I'll Follow the Sun by the Beatles, Your Hand in Mine by Explosions in the Sky, Sea of Voices by Porter Robinson, and I love this song. At, at the beginning of the song, you hear what sounds like prisms, and it's what how I imagine Clara sees the world. She sees the world in this series of squares, and that sound effect at the beginning of the song is just a, a musical interpretation of how she would see the world. F the next song would be Every Day a Story by Fragile State, Follow You, Follow Me by Genesis, which I tend to think is the theme song for the book, A Perfect Miracle by Spiritualized, Svefan G. Englar by Sigurós. Lower Your Eyelids to Die with the Sun by M83. You heard this track as I read the summary of the book. The song, which is ambient and dramatic in nature, is worth a listen by this French group. All I Need by Radiohead. Computer Love by Kraftwerk. Jed the Humanoid by Granddaddy. Blinding by Florence in the Machine. 57821 by Janelle Monet, featuring Deep Cotton. Now, 57821 is an alter ego of Janelle Monet in her album, where this song comes from. 57821 is the official fact factory designation of Cindy Mayweather, her alter ego. It's a beautifully dreamy folk song and definitely worth a listen. Shine by Siv Jacobson. And lastly, I Wish I Could Go Traveling Again by Stacy Kent, written by Kazuo Ishiguro. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. My name is Wendy, the librarian, and this is For the Record. Until next time, friends, have a good one. And a special shout out to Ben Ross, librarian trainee, for creating the intro and outro song to this podcast. <laughs>